0: What's going on, kid? Not much. How are you, my friend? I'm great.
1: Glad to hear it. You have a good
0: weekend? Yeah, not bad at all. I didn't do much, but everything was good. Your team's won.
1: I don't know about your bets,
0: but your team's won. Oh, man, I lost that bet last night. I had everything on the Chiefs. I mean, not everything I own, but everything. I got it all except for a Travis Kelsey touchdown. Oh, did he not have one? No. It just, and Mahomes missed him like a wide guarantee. open oh, yeah. in overtime. Like I was happy they won, but I was like, he is what so he had a big game, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I had I had Derrick Henry over a hundred. I had yeah. I mean, I had uh Mahomes over three hundred passing. At I know, like it was just like boom, boom. Is that what it was? I thought it was, I thought it was Derek Henry, touchdown anytime, boom.
1: Uh, well, I thought you'd. But how be... about those lions, though? Right, I thought you'd be excited uh-huh. about the lions. I mean, yeah, that was the I mean, first thing I think. Fe- <laughs> what? Come on, I mean Aaron uh, Rodgers.
0: I mean, look, I like beating Aaron Rodgers, and Aiden Hutchinson was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I mean, I, I think that's our second win. Yeah, and it's yeah. the twenty twenty two Packers who have been <laughs> pretty just, bad. Pretty bad. But it's nice to think we're better than
1: the Packers, yeah. right? And yeah. you're only one win behind them right now. Yeah. So you know, you I, I think things are, are looking up. Beat, if you're going to beat a my team, my friends were just posting
0: memes everywhere. People that I grew up with, they just you know, like you just got your knees bit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's going to stick. That is for it. A long like time. that's now their winning chant. Whenever they win, I just see you just got your knees bit, and pictures of Aaron Rodgers laying down the ground. You just got your knees bit, son.
1: Well, and then about those Chiefs. Of course, we've got Nick on in the background.
0: Yeah, that was fun.
1: And uh, I hear them talking about, it looks like they hung a banner up in his studio that said Chiefs barely beat the Titans (laughs) and then put the date up there. But uh, I love going on those subreddits after the game, go to the Titans, Uh and then go to the Chiefs and just see the difference. So I went to the Chiefs first after the game. They said, well, you know, in spite of the refs, in spite of the refs, they almost gave the game to Tennessee. Almost gave the game. And then the other thing, that's 50% of the... uh, you know, I guess trash talking. The other fifty percent is uh, man, our defense was lights out second half. Hats off to the defense. They played the game of their lives. You go over to the Titans thing. First complaint is also about the refs, obviously for right. different calls. Well the refs just love Kansas City, don't they? That and one they,
0: play was pretty bad. It was bad. And then Travis the, Kelzer yeah. thing where he ripped
1: his helmet off, I'm like mm. Yeah that seemed like I mean it seems pretty obvious, but I don't know. I'm not a rulemaker <laughs> or an official. So. Right. and then the other thing they said of course was and our offense sucks. I mean, our yeah. offense in the second half, why weren't we running the ball? What is yeah. Which I, I gotta kind of wonder the same thing, but I'm also not a coach or a right. caller. <laughs> why weren't they running the ball? I know they don't like their uh, offensive coordinator. They make that abundantly clear <laughs> right. on their blogs. So there's a constant chant to fire him, and that was definitely being echoed last night. But it's just funny to see the, the two sides. But the one thing that the Titans have that the Chiefs fans can't relate to anymore, we forget about, as I see all those Titans fans who are so angry that Collinsworth talks about Mahomes all the time. You know, oh, he's so up, Mahomes. Oh, Zach. he is, yeah. I have to turn the sound off. You know, give me a break. Which Yeah, he is. I mean, I've lived most of my life seeing those star athletes in those national games. Uh, that, you know, people couldn't get enough of him. My team was playing them. I felt the same way. Like, right, just enough it. with Peyton
0: Manning, okay? I get <laughs> right. it. Whoever it was, He's like, good. stop all Well, Mahomes was, bro. I mean, he wasn't very good. That's the thing. So, like, when you watch that game, like, he wasn't great. Uh, he looked confused at times. That offense didn't look like it was clicking. Yeah. yeah. But there's just,
1: he's Those got moments. that.
0: It, that thing that like when it's time to win he wins like yeah. and it doesn't matter how you do it because I'm watching the game I'm like he's back looks like he's playing like, when they played the Colts like this is no good yeah right like what, that's you know? exactly and what then I all of a sudden the in win. the fourth quarter you're like All right, I well great I, and like, that's you, the thing right too. like yeah. I don't know what you do Man, you know every time I play the Titans it's always it's something always close weird. yeah. yeah. And as much I, as I hate Vrabel, he's a good coach. He seems to he's be a, a really good defensive go coach, man. I hate good. him too, but he, how
1: did they get to where they are with these players? I, I well, mean, they got, Derek they, Henry they got Henry. I mean, that'll get defense. you a lot. That'll get you a lot. But I've only watched them play a full game last night, so just seeing it looks like their wide receivers are not good. Not, they don't really. have I did a see people like
0: complaining about Malik Wilson. I don't know if he's any good or he's not, but I'm like, I, who's he supposed to throw it to? Like, right. if he is, if he was gonna, if he is any good. You're not really ever going to find out because yeah. you got nobody to throw it to. Right. And so I assume that most of
1: these games that you've won this year were because of your running back. Right. And then we didn't really see him in the second half. I mean, I'm fine with that. I just right. don't know how that works. Is yeah. it because they decide that the Chiefs defense is pre- – uh-huh. I mean, you can be as prepared for it as you want to be. You can know he's coming. You can't stop him. You can't he's stop good. him.
0: He's good. No, he's really he's good.
1: He's really, really good. He's so
0: big and fast. Like, I mean, And I just wouldn't do anything else. Right. To me, like wow. I can do the math. Four times two and a half is a first down. Continue till victory. And he's going to get through. Right? That's like, what and then, too. Every then once in a while, three. they may stop you. But uh, for the most part, I think he's good for two and a half yards per carry. Two to Just three guards. yards.
1: That's it. And yes,
0: yeah. I'm with you. And run it on fourth
1: because he's right. probably good to get that too. And <laughs> right. yes, they're going to know it's coming. Yeah. But so what? They knew it was coming the last three times too. <laughs> exactly. He keeps getting a couple of yards. Right. Doesn't do it. I don't know but that is another thing great about being a Chiefs fan too with Mahomes is even though the game had been kind of ugly even though they were down and then it's getting late in the he game you you still are like well it's I I wouldn't be I would actually be more surprised if he doesn't come up with something if the team doesn't come up with something to at least get this game into overtime yeah. and then you know once it's in overtime I don't know why but once it's in overtime I think well Chiefs have got to be favorites now, right? I don't yeah, know what their sure. record is
0: in overtime, but well, once it went in overtime, you're like, okay, they got this.
1: Yeah, it was a good game. It's funny because first half, I wouldn't have said that. You know, after the first half, I was like, this not so great, kind of boring and tough. A lot of people are saying you
0: know. boring, but you know, you sit through those games. Absolutely, but, sit through but, those games. They're tight scores, close games, and you start. Those guys are questions. professionals, and so you'll get people to make plays. You yeah. Know?
1: But as a fan, you Sometimes you're watching
0: college football, and it's 14-9. You're like, I'm not sure either one of these teams are good, and I'm not sure the coach is good, right? Yeah. When you get to the pro level, you're like, somebody's going to do something here. Yeah. Somebody's going to do something. Speaking of college. And, and if you're a Kansas City fan, it's 99% you, of the time your guy.
1: Which is pretty, right? Right, pretty good thing to have. Yeah. yeah. And I totally get the Collinsworth
0: uh, gripe.
1: I, I can hear that he's I up. I get but it if also, he's not he's my a, guy, but it's a, he a he's it. on TV. Right, he deserves there's it. But the people he can here are complaining about, quick
0: kissing Brady's ass. Well, right. he deserves it too. Right. right. You know? I mean,
1: I knew that even when I was right. young. <laughs> I think it was annoying that he wasn't on our team. Yeah. Right. I never, and this this is where I lose all of my fellow Kansas Cityans Like the Joe Buck thing, I didn't. You know, nah, the whole Bumgarner like thing. Him. I did. of here, man. I, I, I thought this Bumgarner guy is going to cause us awesome. to lose. Hey, he's the amazing. you were watching killing the game, you like, don't him. let that guy come <laughs> yeah, out. Someone break his And it. then he just is, starts
0: walking out, and you're like, god damn it. Oh, no.
1: So I wasn't surprised
0: I mean, that was his year, right? You are like, man.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I know it made people angry. But what's funny now is if you bring up Joe Buck, people in Kansas City still, it's been, what, almost 10 years at this point. And people say, like, I hate him. And you're like, Why? Well, all kinds of things. He just sucks. And it's like, no, no, right. no. You, you hate, him hate him because of that series. Shut up. <laughs> yes. Yo. Yo. What's going on? Not much. Do you drink before going to a funeral? If you answered yes, you may not be alone. I want to okay. talk to you about that. But real quick, Laszlo, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's not on TV for another couple of weeks because they got to edit down that six hours okay. or however long it goes on. But it was this weekend. So there's new, and I know you've said uh, many times in the past, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is the most important Hall of Fame we have, the most meaningful okay. and the most important. Sure. And uh, the most demonstrably true. You know, a- absolutely. Hey, is this person worthy of being in the Hall of Fame? Right. Of course, obviously. It's uh, not like numbers with baseball sure. and things like that, Football right? Football or, yeah, no. So you know who some of the inductees were? No, but I'm sure they're legit. Um, Duran Duran. I want to know, okay, I'm going to say it and you tell me if you're a fan or not. Duran Duran, fan? Am I a fan? Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't hate him, <laughs> but I, I mean. don't. I don't listen to him. You never. Like, I'm never like, "Hey Siri, play Duran Duran." That doesn't happen. Really. Yeah. Did,
1: but did you go through a phase when you were younger where you listening to any of the records? No. There was no. Oh, really? There no. was no like. But know. I mean, I'm
0: aware of them, and I know them. So if you say, "Did I ever listen to them, Sure. Right. And if you yeah.
1: hear it, if you hear "New Moon on Monday," something like that, one of those. Uh, maybe
0: if it's on, you know. You, you don't change it, maybe. It depends on the song. If it's "Hungry Like a Wolf," I probably change it. Yeah, you don't need to hear if that. If it's anymore. "Rio," I probably change it. If it's "Save a Prayer," I probably turn it up. Yeah, the, that? the chauffeur.
1: <laughs> uh, I like them, but I also didn't really start listening to them until I was older. They had one hit in the '90s when I was a kid. What, what James Bond uh, was that? Yeah, right. Wasn't yeah, from James Bond. What the hell to was a that? Kill? Is that what the um, movie was? Because I'm trying to think what year it was. It's probably what I'm thinking of. It's probably the only big single they had. In the early 90s. Anyway, to me, that was like my first introduction to them. I thought they were this kind of Seven mom and, and the Ragged up. Tiger? Man, I got it all, man. I'll have to look it up and see what song that would have been. Pat Benatar, fan or no? No. That's one I don't get, but I just give it to her and her fans that you had to be there, maybe? I, that
0: was my first concert. I have always felt like Pat Ben. If you watch an 80s movie... And there's a just a generic '80s rock band oh. playing on stage, and it's a girl singer. That's Pat Benatar. That's what it sounds like it's just such generic. I don't. Get it's it. not bad. Like it's not like horrible music. It's just this is a generic sound of the '80s. Yeah, and that's what it sounds like here. Right. It's a fairly attractive girl, some guys with long hair, and they're playing pop ballads but you think that they're a rock band it's really you know and they're, you know it, it's not good
1: right no i'm with you and you're you're right it's like if i know were, some
0: people love her i i don't get it
1: i don't get it I, I mean even like hit me with your best shot i never even as a kid the first come time on you I never can't tell me that doesn't good.
0: sound like a song that a Justine Bateman band would be covering.
1: It sounds like right. Yes, like it, you're it,
0: like, of course. That's you know. They, oh, they're going to use a Pat Benatar soundtrack for this story about '80s prom.
1: You're right. I was going to say if it was uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto set in the '80s and they didn't want to pay for real music, <laughs> right, yeah. like, hey, let's make something '80s sounding, and right. they just paid someone to write a yeah. rock song that would be on in the background, kind of sound sounds '80s. Like. I don't even re- Usually, even if it's a song that you're not into, you can tell why a song is a hit. That one kind right. of surprises me because it seems uh, just not very good to me. I don't know. Right, and yeah. I don't know that much about her, but I know she has some fans, and that is one that I think maybe you had to be there. I, I really well, don't I know. I was there, and I, like, you didn't have to be help. there. Okay. The Eurythmics. Um, am I, yeah, I'm a fan. You are? Yeah. Isn't that your friend's favorite band? Or Oh, no, never mind. We do this every time. Forget it. it's not the Eurythmics. Uh, Judas Priest.
0: What, you don't like the Eurythmics?
1: Um, I don't know a ton about them, other than you know, a couple of songs, few songs, I guess, maybe that uh, were big hits that you still hear occasionally. I definitely never bought any of their albums. I don't know any of their B sides or deep cuts. Um, I don't was know that why. Guy's name seems like something I could look into. Dave What's Stewart, three? right? I don't know. I'm looking right now. Dave Stewart. Okay. I mean, you said yes, but it was kind of you had to think about it for a second. Yeah. I mean,
0: again, I don't go back and listen to them, but yeah. You yeah.
1: know, all right. Okay. And that's one that maybe I should go back and maybe there's, maybe they have songs that I would actually really dig that I've never heard. I, they sound like a nah, you're not, kind of you pop band. I get it. It's not like Elvis Costello yeah, important, but there might be something there. Judas Priest. Uh, no. Not a fan at all? No. And that's one I don't get at all either. I don't really know who their fans were. Were they the same as the Motley Crue fans or maybe. They the same, same crowd? Know. Okay. Carly Simon. No. No, I was waiting to see if you were a fan. I thought no. Snowcone would chime in and say yes, but uh, no.
0: No. I You know, no. No.
1: Okay. Uh, Dolly Parton. We're all fans in the sense that we like her. I like her course. as a person, but yeah. I don't, you know. And, you know.
0: I don't need to listen. I'm not going to listen Jolene to her Jolene is a good,
1: right. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I don't listen to her in my uh, free time. Never have. <laughs> right. And I do listen, you know, I have listened to some country in my free time, but that was never uh, one of them. Eminem. Which was a big deal because when they announced it, he was uh, one of the nominees or whatever the hell they call it. People say, well, that's not rock. And it's like, we've been over this. Yeah, we
0: went through it with N.W.A. We got it. Yes. It's rock and roll. Over, and over and
1: over. Yes. Now, he did say at the thing it on more Saturday. More rock and roll and Duran Duran. Right. I mean, that, there's something to that. He said, uh, quote, I prob- I'm probably not supposed to actually be here tonight for a couple of reasons. Um, he said, one obviously being that he's a rapper, and then the other was being that in 2007 he almost died of an overdose. So I don't know if he gets serious during this thing, because, okay. again, we don't get to see it for oh. a couple weeks. Um, okay, Eminem, Part and now there's one here. I know you're who, a huge fan Who of. inducted Eminem? I think Dre did. did okay. I believe that I read something that this weekend sense. that said Dre was inducting him. And then uh, Lionel Richie.
0: <laughs> Love him.
1: I mean, I, it's weird that people would complain about Eminem. And by the way, I'm and not, not complaining. Richie. Like, Lionel no, Richie not, rock, that's not and rock and roll. not rock and roll. No. To me, what is rock and roll? We could get you could go yeah. on a on debate about it, but you it's know it be, when you when you kinda yeah. look back on it, right? It's
0: dangerous. It's Eminem's dangerous. dangerous.
1: Yeah. Did it, well how did it make you feel? And was it kind of dangerous? Yeah. I think that's what it has to be. And so to me, M and M is yeah, easily. E- easily. Lionel Richie, I don't know exactly how you I make him. I would think he'd be case. more of an R&B singer to right. me, but But maybe okay. they say, hey, there were guitars sometimes. <laughs> you know, you <laughs> I go, don't know. When? Well, is that what we're doing? I don't know. You you know him better than me. The, well, I don't I mean, know. I'm just point, saying I don't
0: know. I mean, I like Lionel Richie, but I don't know that the guy who wrote Hello is a rock star. Right. Well. He's a famous R&B singer, maybe one of the best ever. There was someone else named Neil Giraldo. I don't know who that is. It's Pat Benatar is a G- guitar player. That's her oh, husband.
1: you're the Pat Benatar fan over here. Why didn't well, you come earlier? Well, that's the first concert I went to. Oh, okay. I had so three you tickets. so you remember the guitar player's name? or her he, husband. Well, he
0: came down into the crowd. The crowd with like, with like it was like the it monster. You and yeah, no, my crowd. sister, and he uh, gave me like a fist bump. He gave you a fist bump. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Hmm. I just watched like the behind the music on him, so it was, it was cool.
1: So I'm like, was that one two degrees of separation from Pat Benatar? Yeah. That's pretty cool, Snow pretty Cone, sick, Pretty right. cool. What
0: song was he playing when he did it? Oh, God, who knows? I knew one or two songs that was there. Man. You knew two songs? Even when you were a kid? Come on, I... you know more than that. Well, no, I know. Heartbreaker, right? Heartbreaker, yes. Those are, the your best, best shot. those are the two, two. I know. Yeah. Those are the two I know. No, you know more. All right, well, let's look here. There's one that they did in the movie thing with all the people danced. There is another one. Love is a Battlefield. Love is a Battlefield. That sounds familiar. Love is a Battlefield. Hell is for Children? (laughs) I don't know that one. You don't? That's (laughs) about, you know, like, uh, I don't know, know, child abuse or something? Oh, what's it called? Hell is for Children. Hell that sound like children. an Alice Cooper song? Yeah, it kind of does. It definitely does. That'd yeah, I don't think game. it's like hell is good for children. <laughs> no. That's it's true. like hell is for for like, saw Some story about a kid, tell mom you fell off the swing or something. I'm not lying to you about this. I don't know it. I'll have to look it up. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on?
1: I'm just looking to see what people say when they're asked about whether or not they drink before certain social gatherings.
0: Okay. Which,
1: you know, that's in general, if you we were saying all social gatherings, why well, I would think that's yeah. obviously. Matter of fact, very, uh, very common. Those were here. So they studied, they say study, I feel like this is just a poll, but they studied 2,000 adults sure. who drink. Uh, yeah. 49%, so basically half of them, had a beverage before an event mm-hmm. or social occasion to increase their confidence. Now you're telling me that only 49% of people who all are right. not sober say, yeah, I've had a drink before a situation sometime. To increase my confidence, yeah. that, that number's way too low. You tell me that fifty percent um, of people who aren't yeah. on the wagon—they've never had a drink before, yeah. not one time. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Look, I know I got a problem. <laughs> right, I know. But That's I what mean, I'm saying. We
0: all think like fifty percent. No a drug addict. I'm, we're <laughs> <Right>. all—we've <laughs> all got our issues. Uh, That's but yeah, high. no.
1: 50%. I'm not saying funerals, by the way. Just any social situation. Yeah. Like a game night, you're having wine lot, or whatever. You don't have a, a glass of wine before they come over. Yeah, a lot of people don't way. do that. Apparently 51%. Either that or quite a few people lie about it. Uh, so these are the things that are included. Family gatherings, that number. It seems so, so
0: out of the norm. It does for me. To people like us. I'm being honest. It does. Yeah, but no, that, that number actually is probably seems high. Uh, so they include family, you think your mom, just take your people in your family, you think you, before your mom has a couple people over for Bunko? you think she just slugs down a, a couple shots of the hot stuff? I've only seen my better? mom
1: drink a couple of times, right. but funny enough, one of the times was when she was getting ready to have people over and she had this margarita mix up. I was like, I'm going to try this. She was all stressed and she had it. And then she got a little tipsy.
0: But that's enough about her.
1: Okay. Let's get back to this.
0: I'm just saying. I'm sure my mom, when she has friends over, she does not just... Did you ever see your parents hammered, either one of them? And,
1: and, like, maybe your sister or your other parent had to lie about what was wrong with them? That ever happened? No. Like, uh, you know, oh, dad's not feeling well, or mom's not feeling well. Never got one of those?
0: No. I mean, as an adult, uh, me and my dad went to a sports bar one time and slugged a couple of Boombas yeah. of beer. And we were both feeling a little bit. And, yeah. You know, we were like, you want to go next door and get burgers? And I was like, hell yeah, I do. But that's the only time. And I wouldn't say we were hammered, but you could tell we were both a little sloshy. But I was in my late 20s by then. I
1: my well, mom Growing knew, up,
0: I never did. I, I, I think I was
1: in my 20s. My, I might have been 30 before I realized that the time I'd seen my mother tipsy, she was tipsy. Because I never really saw her drink. Literally, right. it was just a few times. And we were at a restaurant. It was me and my brother, and my parents. And I was sitting next to my mom. I don't recall anything being abnormal. I wouldn't have thought anything of it for her drink, because my dad drank uh, you know, every day. So I don't think that would have been an issue. But I was also old enough at that point, you would think that, because I was probably seven or eight. I would think a seven or eight-year-old could possibly pick up on that, but I guess not, because as I was leaving, my dad and I walk out together, and I'm like, where's mom? Where's Josh? turn around, and my brother is helping my mom get down the steps from the restaurant and then, like, helping her oh, out to right. the car. And I was like, what's wrong? And they were like, she's just not feeling well. And I was like, yeah. all of a sudden? Right? She seemed yeah. fine. Had no idea. And then my brother was telling me about it. I think it was, uh, like, Thanksgiving or something. But as, When I was an adult, I was like, I've never seen Mom uh, tipsy before. And he's like, you did once. Literally one time she got her right. nose on. And I was like, really. I saw my dad
0: drink. Like, they would have friends over sometimes, and he would always drink Southern Comfort. But yeah. I never saw him get hammered. But I think he was a drunk. That's what I, I was... He was a drunk before he adopted my sister. So I think he was like, you know what? I'm just oh, going to cut he, it out. Oh,
1: I got you. He, he was being he was behaving himself a little bit as he...
0: Yeah, like his... as he got older and we would talk, he'd be like, you know, before your mom, I dated this girl, you know, we were just, you know, you guys probably at that same bar, right? Yeah. And he's like, you know, I you know, he's like, I knew I just couldn't stay with her. I'm like, why? He's like, well, when we first started hanging hang out, she'd come over, we'd drink a six-pack. He's like, and then after like three months, I'd stop and get a 12-pack. He's like, and then after like a year, I was buying two cases of beer and we were both pounding down like 18 beers a night. I was like, it, we, this is this can't go anywhere. I think he was telling me, like, you got to stop dating these girls. You're dating. <laughs> right. Right? I was just saying, like, and I'm like, man, eh, well, you know, work for you. I'm, yeah, I get whatever. what you're saying <laughs> here. Okay? I understand. It's pretty direct. It's not really a metaphor. <laughs>
1: I remember saying to my brother one time we were at the mall, my mom was trying to get my dad to quit drinking. He hadn't uh, drank in, I don't know, a day or two, or whatever it was. It might have been a couple of days. He seemed grumpy. And I was like, what's wrong with him? My mom goes, he's in a bad mood because I asked him not to drink for a couple of days. And I was like, oh, so then I kind of fall back and I'm talking to my brother. I'm like, why would she tell him not to drink for a couple of days? And he's like, I don't know, because it, he was allergic to beer somehow. The Doctors Mark- didn't know if it was the barley or the hops, but something made him cough. And... Uh, well, that, that was stop. the reason. I know. Well, that was why he continued to do it. Um, my mom was worried about his health, though, at one point, because he would get in these really bad coughing fits. And I don't know if the beard thing was ever true, especially, I feel like a doctor told him that in the 70s. And nothing against doctors who were practicing in the 70s, but it was the 70s. Come on. How much, how much did the medical community really know? It's not like you could just, and even today, it's not like you can just hook uh, yeah. someone up to a machine like at a mechanic and say, all right, let's see what the computer says. Yeah, like when I to took
0: uh, Euro to the heart doctor, and they they told us what was wrong with them. And they were like, you know, do you have any experience with this? And I was like, well, growing up, I had a friend of mine. He goes, with a prolapse mitral valve. And I go, yeah, like you're really good at what you do. And he goes, every kid in the 70s with a heart murmur was diagnosed with a prolapse. Every person who comes in here with a heart murmur your age tells me they have a prolapse mitral valve. He's like, and it ain't ever the case. Apparently, just in the 70s, they were like, heart murmur.
1: And they would scare kids. <clears throat> they told me not to ride roller coasters or eat too much salt. I was a kid. Right. I was a kid. I was like, what, are, what is going on? And you're like, well, his blood pressure is slightly elevated. And with his murmur, and since we don't know what it is. Right. So I lived my whole youth worried about this heart murmur. And them telling me, hey, you might want to be careful. And then their whole deal was once you're, uh, I think they said 18, but I know that it happened later in high school. We want you to go get a full um, cardiogram. Oh, yeah. And so I went and did it, and they're like, you don't have a heart murmur. That's uh, literally what they told me. They're like, we don't see anything here. And I was like, well, so what, you can't find it? Like, you don't have it. And they said, you know, they said something about it's it's really hard for a doctor to hear with just a stethoscope or whatever. And So I just got to think that if they told my mom, like, yeah, you know, I think your husband's allergic to barley or rice, whatever the hell they rice. said. Yeah. I know that my mom said that in the early 80s, he's tried drinking some sort of Japanese beer because it... It didn't have one of the things in it that they thought he might have been allergic mm. to, but he gave it up. Anyway, I don't remember him ever like being uh, tipsy or having a buzz on, but maybe he mm-hmm. was just really good at it. So 43% say that they have had a drink before a family gathering, specifically. Of course. 43%. Again, that number seems low to me. Yeah. Now, this one I understand it being a little bit lower, but the first social outing with new colleagues, the first social outing with new colleagues, that's only 25%. Which, that one does make sense. Very first time going out with, people. I mean, look, I think it makes sense if that number's low if you say anytime you're going out with colleagues that, uh, you know, you don't drink before you get there. You don't want to show up with the buzz on. I could, I could see that if we're saying only half of people no, say don't. they drink before social situations anyway. But if it's the first time you're meeting that's probably a little different. Catching a flight. How many people have had a drink before they get on the flight?
0: Well, those bars are pretty, um, They're packed. 30%.
1: Twenty-three well, percent. These that's numbers insane. seem low. I know. It says more than one in twenty, which is about seven percent. Then you're
0: all on benzos if you're not
1: drinking. Uh, something, yeah. I guess that's you be could have some other drug. More than one in twenty, which is seven percent, have even had a shot of courage before a job interview. Taking a, a shot before a job interview seems pretty, pretty. I do that. Pretty, pretty big time. You know what I mean? I do that.
0: Like the, like booze is your Just buddy take at that the edge point. Off. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like so Take the edge off, man. Uh, so seven percent. Well, now I'm
0: the one with the problem.
1: I didn't say problem. I said. Would That's you suck serious. down a bottle of kratom before
0: a job interview? Yes, I would. No, See what's sir. the yes, difference I then?
1: Ten percent
0: uh, have. What about done... you? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. You do your vice. Oh. Okay, oh, we're okay. on. There's Stop video. That. There's video. Yeah, here. What do you there's doing?
1: Video. <laughs> so seven percent before a job interview. <laughs> oh, 10 percent have had a drink before a video call at work. So I guess you got one of those morning meetings from home. (laughs) I'll just have a drink before this. Among the top situations in which people drink to feel their best are on nights out. Sure. 55%. Again, this is percentage of people who drink. 55% on nights out. A holiday, 48%. Someone else's wedding, 43%. The research was commissioned by this whole, I don't know, alcohol. It seems like you know, never, never. drinking is a
0: problem, whatever. Bunch of teetotalers.
1: Right. I mean, it's, it's, it sounds like that's who was, was doing this. But the funeral thing, I thought, have I ever had a drink before a funeral? Like, what are some social events where not only have I not done it, but it wouldn't have even crossed my mind? I'm going to go ahead and say if it crossed my mind, there's a chance I might have done it. I don't think it's crossed my mind before a funeral before, though. Has, has, is that something you ever thought of? Like, this is going to suck. It's going to yeah, be depressing. Sure. I'll have a drink before we go to the funeral.
0: Yeah, of course. I don't know if I've done it, but yeah, I've certainly thought about it. The rest of them I could I've totally had drinks see. after
1: funerals for sure. And I could see the don't job most interview. people have drinks after funerals? I don't know. I, what? It, yeah, there's some sort of gathering, right? Yeah, yeah everybody eat, has a like, drink, right? Eat cheese and drink wine and talk about the... I
0: don't know if you drink wine. Yeah, that yeah, seems like right. Like beers and, you know, a bar. I mean, it's like, not like at the a, funeral uh, home you go over to someone's house afterwards. Yeah, or right? maybe a reception hall or something.
1: Yeah, that I don't remember, but my family, maybe they just, you know, didn't do that sort of thing. But I do know that we would go over to someone's house. I think. I know we've been to
0: reception a, halls. I don't know what they call them after funerals. And there was like, you know, dancing.
1: Dancing and after and a like funeral? like,
0: food and like booze. Yeah. Especially like, after, yeah, for sure.
1: No, I mean, you could definitely be right. I'm just trying to remember. If that if ever We're not that.
0: real religious. Nobody in my family. So maybe they just maybe we're the only ones who have ever done that.
1: Yeah. Uh, the research also found adults who struggle to dance in public. Yeah. Uh, they like to drink a little bit. Thirty-three yeah. percent. If they've got to give a speech somewhere, doesn't specify yeah. where. Twenty-six percent. Going on a date. I assume that they meant like on a first date, but it doesn't yeah. say that. So just going on a date. Eighteen percent. I'd get real liquored up. Who will go? Huh? Before re- the date. Yeah. That to me. I mean, if you get to the bar first. Then you gotta count this. If you go to the bar and you're waiting on
0: the other person, yeah, even, on even on a morning coffee date, I'm hammered. Sure.
1: <laughs> you you want you don't want to seem shy yeah. or nervous or weird, yeah. right? And she's not gonna smell
0: the booze. I mean, weird. she will,
1: but she won't think booze. You know at what? 8 a.m. If it's
0: a date. Then it's best she get to know me. That's a good point. Right. The Church of Laszlo. Yo yo. You want a doom scroll? Yes, I do. I really do. Like, there's a lot of good stuff there you want to is. talk about. Well, it's Monday, you know. So exciting! It is so exciting! It is. It is. I'm excited. Hey, how's the podcast doing the weekend? Did people listen to it? Yeah, they did. Did they enjoy it? I think so. That's a compliment
1: coming from Snowcone because he'll let you know if it's not doing well. He'll <laughs> huh? He'll let you know. You know, like yeah, nobody listened to it. He's not just a cheerleader over there. Nope. You know, if no one's sending emails, if no one's I'll downloading the know. podcast, who will let us know. I'll let you know. Be the mm. first. So he says it did well. It did well. Was it too much
0: for people? I
1: didn't see anyone I say that. Anyone say it. Yeah, no. Okay. I was kind of
0: waiting for that, yeah, but I didn't too. see anyone
1: say it. And I honestly thought, as it was getting ready to post, it was like, well, it's too late now. But I was thinking about texting Snow Cone or calling to be like, you did just to make sure, you, you, you know what I mean? Like, you, you put a, a disclaimer. But called and, it. toxic and probably. I know. Right? I know, but I still put a I warning know. before.
0: Yeah. What you saying? I just said, hey, this episode is very toxic and problematic and very uncensored and don't listen with kids or family members right. or <laughs> kids or nah, family members. I was at the gym <laughs> Saturday, and uh, I was working out, and this guy came up to me, and he's just like, you know, hey, Lazlo, love the show. And I'm like, thanks. And I didn't say anything. Um, and as soon as I got done doing whatever I was doing, I got up. I was like, hey, man, I was short with you. I apologize. He's like, no, 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 you're in the middle of your thing. I'm like, yeah. He's like. As a matter of fact, I listened to your Saturday podcast while I was here working out. More of that. And I was like, okay. okay well, good. You know, well, hey, all right. that's all we need to when he said know that. that, as a matter of fact, You're I was like, "Wait, mm, Yeah, boy. where's yeah,
1: no. All right, all right. Right. Uh, well, good. And if you haven't, uh, just go, go download it, subscribe to it, do all those things. Right? Sure. Go to our website. Yeah. Do that. What
0: is it? We'd appreciate it. Laszlo.church. There you go. We'll do them scroll next. The Church of Laszlo.